0: podcasting from a small town in the Bible Belt, you're listening to the Environmental Christian Podcast. No, that is not an oxymoron. It's a podcast for environmentalists and Christians and Christian environmentalists and environmental Christians. Just keep listening. It's a podcast for you.
1: Bob Marley told us not to worry about a thing. Yet 45% of Americans felt worried a lot in 2019, according to Gallup. Yes, that's how they worded it. So one less thing to worry about would be a good thing, right? Makes this next excuse seem footloose and fancy free. We don't need to worry about nature. Everything will be renewed after the rapture. If you're Southern, you may be familiar with the saying, don't worry about it. It can be used as a platitude or genuine. Sorry I'm late. Don't worry about it. I brought a book. Put with a syrupy smile, it can hide annoyance. Sorry I got mud on the carpet. Don't worry about it, she says as she thinks about yet another mess she has to clean up. And if you feel uncomfortable? Oh, we don't need to worry about it. Jesus speaks about worry. In Matthew, chapter 6, verse 27, Jesus says, Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? In Luke, chapter 12, verse 22, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. The context with this type of worry is preoccupation, giving all your thoughts to one thing. The excuse, we don't need to worry about nature, everything will be renewed after the rapture, is not really about worry or excessive thought regarding nature. It's about abdication. We don't need to worry about nature because we don't want to think about it or we're giving up on it. We are renouncing our God-given role as caretakers. So what happens if I spill wine on the carpet? Am I going to leave it there thinking sometime in the future I'll get new carpet? I have no plans for new carpet and don't know when I'd get new carpet, but the stain will stay until the day I get new carpet. One of the irritants about this excuse is that we have no idea when rapture or Jesus returning to make all things new will happen. We have no idea. But as Christians, we do know we are to live Christ-like. I mean, Christ did ministry, and he probably knew, knows when he's coming back. Why do ministry? Because today matters. People matter. Listen to the first part of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Christian focus on heaven, but we are to bring a heaven-like existence here on earth. That requires us to take responsibility. That requires us to love God and love neighbor. God gave us action steps, and Jesus modeled those steps. We have a model of action and we best get on it because the rapture is coming. It's been two weeks since the podcast on God Gave Us Dominion Over Everything. Australia was all over the news, and two weeks later, there's almost no news. Crazy how quickly we move on to the next thing. We still have some things we can talk about with the Australia fires that goes along with renewal. It's called fire ecology. Fire ecology is concerned with the processes linking the natural incidence of fire in an ecosystem and the ecological effects of this fire. Though a forest may look dead, it's not, but it's changing. It's time for forest succession. Excuse me, I get a little excited talking about systems. Learning about systems make me think about God and the creativity of God. Ready? What are the ecological effects of a forest fire? A fire will take out a lot of undergrowth along with tree canopies. This allows the sun to shine down to the forest floor, which is beneficial to some plants as some plants thrive in ash. Down trees provide nutrients to the soil, and there are some tree seeds that only release their seeds with heat. Under the soil, bulbs and roots can grow even if the above-ground parts were burned. Animals can generally get away from the fire. Unfortunately, koalas climb up the trees into the tree canopies versus going away from the trees. Grazers will come back to more palatable vegetation. These bring back scavengers and predators. Birds find shelter in cavities of burned trees, and some enjoy the insect buffet in decaying trees. The plants, trees, and scrubby shrubs that thrive in sunlight are a secondary succession. Now, I know dogs have seven years to every one of our years, but I don't know forest years compared to ours, so this secondary succession can last more than our lifetime. But what's occurring during this secondary succession is setting up for the next succession. Isn't it cool God created a system for forests to renew themselves after disasters? Unfortunately, humans are changing the conditions and I'm unsure of how the system will adapt. What can we do? Though worry is an action, it's not a very productive one, nor was it modeled by Jesus. What was modeled was Jesus praying. This is a productive action. It can be as short as a breath prayer. I hope my friend doesn't mind me stealing hers to share with you. But hers goes on the inhale. Jesus, give me peace. On the inhale, Jesus. On the exhale, give me peace. Even if you are not religious, you can take a minute to concentrate on your breath. What else can we do? Why wait until the rapture to help nature along? Well, first, get to know it. Take your breath prayer out under a tree. Walk through nature and use your senses. If you walk on a lunch break and can only be around buildings and sidewalks, see where nature pops up. I passed three plants growing in crevices in a sidewalk. Don't forget to look up and around. Plant a tree or have a house plant. There are some house plants like the money tree or palm that help filter air. Plant a garden and get your hands in some soil. There are scientific studies that are saying that microbes in the soil can combat depression. Is that really surprising?
0: Hey, thanks for listening to The Environmental Christian. If you have a question or comment pertaining to the podcast or Christians in the Environment, please send me an email at environmentalchristian@gmail.com at gmail.com or check out The Environmental Christian on Facebook. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you.